Live from the land of legendary loot, it's the Heart Nusagi Podcast, episode 111. Welcome everybody to the Heart Nusagi Podcast, I am Matt, and that was Mike off the top. How you doing, Mike? A-OK. Is that it? Just A-OK? That's it. Well, I'm very high as a kite. Which was. <laughs> no, I was. Okay, you were, but not yesterday. Yeah, that was you. Anyways, so, <laughs> and, uh, well, welcome back, Steve, from a year ago. Hey. Because I uh, looked it up, and I typed in Steve, and I found that the last <laughs> time you were on was last January. <laughs> time for my annual uh, appearance. Yes, apparently. <laughs> so, uh. Just to let you give you a know, uh, back then we were all about the uh, where I said I'd welcome the back button overlords to my PS4 controllers. And uh, during Christmas time last month, month ago, I uh, did exactly that. I haven't played anything on it, though, yet to know exactly how it would be useful or not. But I can guarantee you I'll be able to put one of those triggers on the options button, I'd be able to hit that a lot better than I can otherwise, because it's like trying to feel what that thing is is a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So how you been, bro? Canadian bro? Uh, I've been up and down, but I'm happy to be here tonight. Oh, he's happy. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. We got some uh, topics. We got some topics going on here. Once I click the right browser. So, Mike, uh, you like some King of Fires 2002? Yes, I do. Do you like it when they have this? Do you, do you like it when the matches are unlimited? Dude, that's one that's the best. So what about it coming to PS4 is exciting for you? Um, it's just great because uh, I think, well, it's not the first time this version's been out in the in the West, but it's the first time on a, on console, I believe. Um, this is the King of Fire Tales and Two Unlimited match. It's a it's a reimagining, I guess you could say, because it's not really a remake, but it is a remake. It doesn't have new assets, but it does. I don't know. It's weird. It still looks and sounds just like a Neo Geo game, like the original version, but the presentation is all different. You know, everything. It's like a brand new game, but they based it on the old game of the same name. And they even they added a lot of new characters um, that weren't in the original 2002 game. Um,. And they even added a brand new character where I would say named, but his name is Nameless. So <laughs> I guess he's not named. But anyway. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he's simultaneously he simultaneously named and not. I, yes. I've never played or seen this game before. And somehow I think after your confusing explanation, I know even less about it. <laughs> <laughs> It has new stuff, but it doesn't, and it has a guy that's named, but no, he's not. Like I don't know what's happening with this game. Okay, well, so (laughs) the game, 
The game is a completely new King of Fighters take on the 2002 game that was originally out in, in 2002. But this, uh, the first time this one came out was like 2010, I believe. It was on PS2, and I have that version, but it was only in Japan on that system. And it just uh, it brings in lots of new characters that were in previous games, but were not in the original 2002, and it has a new character named Nameless. Um, so there's that. <laughs> I do think it is just just like the uh, the redoing of 98 of King of Fighters 98 into King of Fighters 98 Ultimate Match, where it's a similar thing going on there uh, with that game. Um, I would say that this one is also supersedes like and surpasses the original version. Despite both of these games originally being two of the best in the series, I think that they they were surpassed by their reimaginings. And it's nice to see that they're still releasing them on these two versions of these games on uh, newer platforms, despite not being new you know anymore but uh it's fun to see because uh they're really good and you know i assume that this one is more of a follow-up like a a prelude to the upcoming king of fires 15 which is the brand the super brand new game that you know in the series the next numbered sequel after the one from a few years ago 14 that Everyone hated because the visuals look like shit. Um, I won't say they looked good, but I, I I could overlook them. I still thought it was a really good game. And the soundtrack was, as usual, banging. So, it was banging. Yeah, some hot jams. Um, <laughs> the the, the, the uh, King of Hearts 15 is looking pretty good. They have some teaser... Some uh, uh, character-specific trailers of recent weeks. And the visuals definitely look nicer, but you can still tell technically they're not great, but uh, but that's probably because people, they don't have the budget for it. But uh, as long as it looks good Oh, enough, they should now. So, why, they should oh, now. Oh, oh, yeah, I know what you're going at. Yeah, yeah. Prince Bo- Bonesaw. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't that, like, just speculated? It wasn't, like, confirmed that he... No, he did. Really? No, it was no speculation. Hmm. That's unfortunate. Yeah, um, I know. If you're rich, you can literally do anything. That's what this fucking last year showed us. <clears throat> yep. And literally care for nobody. Well, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I plan on buying this uh, version. I mean, I already have this game on Steam, but of course I don't play fucking anything on my computer, so. Just like my phone. Everyone's got games on these two things, and I'm like, what? What's a game? What's a game on a phone? Mm. Fucking dumb. I had a few games on a phone. I had some cave shooters a while ago. A few phones ago, (laughs) let's just say. A few phones ago. Until they became incompatible with more recent versions of Android, and since the company doesn't seem to exist anymore that did the publishing rights for those games that I had in the West, so now I can't get them any, anymore. And they never updated them to, to work. But really, I think the main problem was that, if I recall correctly, is that like the, 
the download you got off the app store was not the game itself. It was like a, it was like a wrapper. And then you'd open that up and then you'd download the data for the game there. Well, which of those servers that the servers that offered that up were obviously from that company itself and not from Google themselves. So that means you can't get it anymore. <laughs> you can just get the wrapper. That's very fun. Genius. Yeah, I know. Stupid as hell. <clears throat> I will say that um, I don't play a lot of games on my phone either. Um, I have some puzzle games just, you know, in case I need to pass the time somewhere. But um, I think it was because of your podcast um, back in, uh, I think I listened to it back in August. Uh, so it might have been in July you did it. And you talked about uh, the Castlevania mobile game. Um and how they were shutting down um, support for it, and they were going to be pulling it off uh, the Android App Store. So I downloaded then just so I could try it out and say I have it. But I haven't played it, I think, since September anyway. So. <laughs> Sounds like a win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't say uh, I condone my my podcast being used for any sort of decisions for phone games. (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of like one of those things where like when, uh, um, when the AVGN talks about how bad a game is, then people want to go and try it out for themselves. It was kind of like one of those things. Yeah. I guess that's not surprising. I've done that. Like I literally, I remember years ago emulating, after I saw, uh, at this point, it's a very old episode, but he talked about the NES game Spider-Man and Sinister Six. And I was like, I gotta at least emulate that shit. <laughs> it's garbage, that's for sure. He wouldn't lie about that. Spider-Man and Sinister shit. Yep, that's what that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, this next story is about UK retailer game putting measures to stop PS5 scalpers. And specifically, it says uh, at near the end of the article, um, shit, trying to find it. Oh yeah, UK politicians have suggested that the government introduce legislation to make it illegal to resell goods bought with bots in the wake of the PS5 and of this shit. And all I gotta say is no, because you know the slippery slope about that shit. Um, that they'll just make it illegal to resell anything. I mean, obviously, that would be slow coming. It wouldn't happen overnight, but it would fucking start coming, that's for sure. It's hard to uh, um, uh, control. It's hard to legally control the amount of of an asshole a person is. (laughs) Right. Well, then, I understand, like, Okay, in the past, okay, I understand why people would be upset this time around because it's, you know, people have set up bots to buy the shit and obviously they can buy way more than it, just doing it yourself. So, yeah, I can see that being an issue, but uh, I don't see how you can really regulate it, right? And on top of that, people were bitching about this shit way before now, before when it was just people getting a couple, you know, to resell. And they just get mad at people for doing it. I'm like, dude, they're allowed, and if there's no limit, then you know, or they can, they can, they bought it. They're allowed to sell it for whatever they want, and 
the idiots that buy it are the problem, not the people necessarily that sold it. <laughs> you know, because you really want to stick it to them. No one should buy it. They should be stuck with the things that they clearly were trying to sell. So to the point, you get to back the point where they they have to start selling them for the regular at the very price. least how much they sold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get rid of it. Yeah, because obviously people will buy them at the regular price, but you know. But then you got dumb, it's too many dumbasses that will like oh, you know, double the price. Sure, no problem. Like what? <laughs> yeah, it's that um, that whole fear of missing out culture, and I gotta have it now. And it's like just just right. wait. Then like it sucks, but just wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't. I had to get it a week after launch, which is what I did. But I got lucky. I, I knew you were saying. I knew you were talking about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of shit costing a lot of money, uh, Microsoft reverses price increase for Xbox Live, like pretty much like the what the day after they uh, mentioned it. Uh, and, uh, it was the same day. Oh, okay. I believe so. But it's just hilarious that they literally thought, "Hey, everybody, a pandemic, and no one's got any fucking money." But you know. And no one's been, no one's allowed to go to work. But we need more money, guys. No one's allowed to go to work. No one's allowed to have any UBI or anything that from the government. But somehow we're supposed to still pay our regular bills, and then on top of that, fucking pay for Xbox Live tw- uh, two times over for one year instead of just you know, what it usually normally is. Oh my god. <laughs> And that would, and that's on top of the ten extra dollars that they asked for years a few years ago, right? That it currently is, and that Sony quickly decided, hey, let's do that too, because they did it, and we wanted to this whole time, I guess. That's what I was most worried about. This news is like, if this if this is what they're going with, then uh, I'm not a, I'm afraid that Sony's going to just do it too, you know? Like that's the. I don't know why they had the balls to do this, but to even attempt it. But I, I, you know what I, because they reversed decisions so quickly, I don't think that they actually, I think they knew that this wasn't going to be, obviously, they knew they weren't going to, it wasn't going to fly. They just wanted to see if, how much it wasn't going to fly. So, you know, like gauge, is anyone, how many people actually get upset about it? You know what I mean? <clears throat> I do. And if like, if they can, what? I, I I do know what you mean because it's in their statement. We messed up today, and you were right to let us know. You knew, like you were just seeing if you yeah. can get away with it. You you knew what was happening. Yeah. Just it would be a better exactly. apology to say, "Sorry, we tried to cash grab." <laughs> that would be a much more transparent and honest apology than you let us know. Thanks for letting us know. It's like you can't be this stupid <laughs> to not know. That you mean people are not going to love paying more money? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, for the same shit, twice the amount for the same thing. Come on, in a in an economy that has nowhere to go because people don't have money to spend on extra things, let alone fucking the things they already need. It's like, come on, fuck off. <laughs> well, I don't mean to uh, burst your bubble, but there actually was. They already made the. The cards you can buy in store that six they made that made the six month uh card uh sixty dollars they already were printed and already were ready to go wow really yeah because I, I saw someone showed uh i don't know where they got them from but they showed an image of a few cards 
that were already shipped out. So they were they were already ready to go on this stupid idea. Oh, I thought you. Uh, I think you were saying you saw it at work yourself. No, no, <laughs> like I didn't. Out on the shelf. <laughs> oh, here, let, allow me to show you. Please do. I love using it as a as a image later on. Yeah, and you definitely will. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> So, uh, you're supposed to put it in the chat, Mike. I did. I don't know what you're doing, Mike. It's, oh, 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 I put it in the wrong one. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. You chat. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Now it's in the right chat. <laughs> it's a cute way I did it. Wonderful. Yep. No offense, six months. Why doesn't it say six months? I don't know. That doesn't help me at all. Oh. <laughs> anyway. I didn't notice that, but that's the one I saw on Twitter. It's the same shot. Yeah, they could just be showing the year one. That's true. I don't mean anything. So, moving on from stupid images I won't be using now. Um... <laughs> So, um, Vicarious Visions gets merged into Blizzard, everybody. Everybody's buying everybody this last year. What a bunch of load of shit. Anyone know anything Vicarious, Vicarious Visions ever did? <laughs> um, didn't they do Spider-Man 3 on DS? I think they did. Uh... I have to there, look through this there's, now. There's the image you're looking for now. There, there's the confirmation. There's the full one. All I right, good. <laughs> Spider-Man 3, yes, they did. Yeah. They did I, I, remember, I, re- I remember that because I actually have that one and I played it. So that's why. <laughs> but yeah, they also have... Uh, some games, early like Game Boy Advance games that I enjoyed. I'm just trying to find what the hell they are. I'm not finding. You're not. No. It's all the licensed stuff early on. Oh, it looks like they. Yeah. Oh no, that was NeverSoft. Were they NeverSoft before or something? Oh, yeah. the Game Boy. They worked on a Game Boy version of Spider-Man. Like the one that came out way back on uh, PlayStation. Yeah. They mostly were like on handhelds. At least that's my memory of them. Uh, before more recent I mean, years where they were they they helped, transferred to main console. They helped. Uh, like Neversoft was the main. Used to be the main uh, uh, people behind the Tony Hawk games and developers doing that. And the a lot of the portable versions were done by Vicari- Vicarious Visions of those games. And that's that's maybe the way the connection you're, you're confusing up, is that the main games were done by of the Tony Hawk series was done by uh, Neversoft. Also, Neversoft did that Bruce Willis starring game on the PlayStation, the apoc- game called Apocalypse. I don't know if you remember that. I remember the title. I didn't know Bruce Willis was in it. 
He's on the cover. Is he? It even says his name. Yeah, it says his name. Uh, it was a big deal. It didn't jump it was, out at me, obviously. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I, got, I I remember Matt and I got it at the, at the time when it was new. <laughs> I still have a copy. <laughs> so, and he, should. yeah, absolutely. As he's a, he, he, he voices, he has a lot of a little voice sample, like lines of the actual actor saying the stuff like strap one on. It's time to jam. <laughs> That's one of his lines. It's one of my favorite ones. It's so stupid. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, feel one. good. <laughs> That's one of the lines too. So bad. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. And some of the lines don't make any sense until you realize that he was recording them with the knowledge that he was going to accompany the player, not be the player. Yeah. You were originally, it was developed. It was supposed to be that the player was playing some other character and, and he, he was your sidekick. (laughs) I don't know why it changed, but yeah. So who wants to play as some random generic fuck when you play Bruce Willis? I know. It's probably Bruce Willis wasn't happy that he was going to be a sidekick. And was like, I have to be the star. <laughs> well, they did. They well, test, test, game testing at the time. Uh, well, would agree with him. He would have been like, "I just can't. I just be the star." Um. So yeah, one of the uh, one of the games for Caris Visions did that I have is that I haven't played it is the PlayStation Portable version of X Men Legends Two. So, but I know of played some of their other stuff or at least they have them i was looking through the list and i can't think i played any like i've i haven't played their version of any of the games (laughs) oh yeah i do also have x2 wolverine's revenge okay yes i played bruce lee return of the legend it's kind of hard to find but that's a good game they made that that was 2003 on gba how is, uh, do you guys remember offhand, because I don't, how Blizzard is with the whole acquisition of companies? Like, do they stick around, or do they end up getting absorbed or dismantled? Or Oh, I don't know. What, what Blizzard seeing themselves? That they're, so seeing that they're owned by Activision themselves... I mean, the company is called Activision Blizzard right now. <laughs> so what yeah. do you think? <laughs> Yeah, they're definitely gonna fuck with it. No, Blizzard's still a name, and they still are the main name that they gets put on the packaging for like the main things that they're known for, like Diablo and stuff. So, so. Oh, by the way, I sent the to the chat room. I sent the image of the apocalypse cover, so you can see that I wasn't kidding. That he's on the front, and he, they name him. Maybe it's because maybe it's because he's so scary looking. I didn't want to. <laughs> I was too afraid to try it out. <laughs> it's a decent enough game. It's a the storyline in that game is fucking just some crazy sci-fi shit that's like involves their rendition of the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. It's fucking batshit crazy. It's really. At first, even when you start playing it, you don't realize how crazy it's going to get. <laughs> it's just so fucked up. Uh, and nothing nothing more than what we need is a hero named Trey Kincaid. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is his character's name. 
<laughs> oh man, I gotta play this game again. <laughs> I mean, I already have many times, but again, again, again. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's probably one of those few uh, games out there that's actually uh, not seen massive inflation in the last eight years. <laughs> but I don't know. Probably because in well, I think Steve is probably we're probably in the minority as far as who remembers it. Oh yeah, because like. Like you go into used game stores, I don't think you saw it much. So that's because everyone's right. hanging on to their awesome copies, Matt. That's true. Because we can't say it didn't <laughs> sell well. That's for sure. What's that? I said we definitely can't say we, it didn't sell well. So I don't know how well it sold. <laughs> Did it sell I well? I, I have no idea. There wasn't an apocalypse too. Well, I guess there wouldn't be. You have one apocalypse. That's I'd pretty much not. it. Yeah, you're pretty much done at that point. <laughs> I mean, for real, we're actually heading to one, so, you know, it's like... Sure. You, you say that, but there's been <laughs> multiple final fights. That's right. And Final Fantasies, you know. Many, too many, many final, final things. Too many, so many Final Fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... So somehow... I don't understand how it's going to work. But Crystal Dynamics... The next Tomb Raider game that they make, they're going to try to unify the classic and modern timelines. So, in other words, the timelines from Tomb Raider Legend onwards, the modern, I think. Unless they're referring to the reboot. Now I'm confused, because I thought I knew. No, I fucking don't. (laughs) I thought, okay, they're going to do take Legend and onward. And try to meld it with the original PlayStation One games and shit. And I'm just thinking, well, if once you do hard, how you gonna, how you gonna develop all that in together, which might be doable, until you realize you also gotta include Heart of of was it Angel of Darkness on the PS2? Oh, you mean? What are you talking about? I mean the best game, the best game. (laughs) You would know, Mike. You still not played it. Yeah, (laughs) I wouldn't know, but I've heard lots of bad things about it. But I now mean, I'm I mean, I'm sorry. Good things. Good things. Right. I'm sure you have. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, <laughs> but uh, now I'm confused because I just realized that there's the original timeline that goes up to that that ter- horrible, terrible, secretly great game. <laughs> and, uh, Very secret. So secret no one said it. Right. And no one's serious about when they do. And uh, then you have Tumor Legend and... Tomb Raider Underworld? Underworld, yes. Yeah. And there's a sequel? Was a sequel to that? No. Like a direct one? No. no. Okay. No, Underworld was the direct sequel to Legend, if you recall. That's right. Yeah, that's why I'm not mentioning The only two games in the series I've ever played. Those two. And I only the played Underworld ones. because it was a direct sequel and I didn't know that ahead of time. So right. I was like, well, I like Legend a lot. And this game ended on a cliffhanger, so I gotta play the next one. That's why yeah, I, I still did. like Legend. I do like Legend better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've played it multiple times. I even played it on the PSP. So there you go. Um, Legend is the only one up until uh, the Crystal Dynamic games that came out. Legend was the only Tomb Raider game I had ever played as well. Yeah, that was the first one I ever played. Yeah, because it's kind of funny. I, I I've said this many times. Mike's heard me say it many times, but. The Tomb Raider games never interested me previously. 
And then when I saw footage of Tomb Raider Legend, I was like, oh, wait, that shit looks like something I'd play. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> um, so, so there's that storyline, as well as the old ones, plus the reboot since then, since the reboot. So I'm just like, are they talking about the PS1 games at all? Or are they just talking about the, the two games there in the middle with the reboot? Or are they talking about all of them? I don't know what's going on. Bro, I just don't. <laughs> well, they seem to but talk do, about how... Well, they do say here, Core Design's first game. So Yeah. Maybe they are talking about it. Because the first... Well, I guess first three, she's still kind of new to the whole scene. Because... Um, their Crystal Dynamics first game was her first real kind of Tomb Raider-esque adventure. So it seems like they're just saying, you know, they're moving into the world that that first Tomb Raider game would have seen her in, in terms of, um, you know, her, what would you say, you her saying, established adventure? You're saying, I guess, I, I sure. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying... That basically and I was like confusing earlier. Hmm. <laughs> I guess. Are you saying the reboot is basically kind of like a treat, like a like a prequel to the original game? It is game? a prequel. Is that what yeah. you're oh, okay. Well, there you go. I guess it's not so hard after all. <laughs> <laughs> but by the third one, I mean she is kind of a seasoned adventurer by that point, anyway. So I guess right. it sounds like they may be, you know. Um, going back to some of the old gameplay style as well and mechanics, maybe, I don't know. It just sounds to me like you mean you're coming out with an, a fourth one. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what happens. So I do have, uh, I've only played the reboot. I haven't played any of the two sequels or anything. So, but I do have both of them. It's, that, it's like everything with what I have. I've played all three. Um, people I talk to, they seem to say they like the first one the most. I uh, I like the second one the most because um, the first the first third of that first game is uh, a little it's just a little slow for me. Um, but you know, if you're just trying to, it's it's her first adventure, right? So you're just getting going. So um, I like the second one the most, and the third one goes okay. Like I had no problem with it. Um, so I, I'd play a fourth one if, you know, when they come up with it. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, when she, it's slow going cause it's like a first adventure, but man, she doesn't seem to get slow going into that killing. She's like, she's like shocked at first for like the first kill and the rest of it's like mow down people like Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's how it is for everybody, you know, I guess <laughs> it's got to have your first taste of blood and then you're like, Oh, I could do this forever. So Amazon spends five hundred million a year on a game division that has yet to release a hit. I don't give a shit because it's Jeff Bezos. And I like shitting on Jeff Bezos, you know, richest guy in the world. <laughs> yeah, I think he can handle it. Um, it's not a lot of money for a guy who makes what two and a half thousand dollars every second. So I think he's all right. <laughs> on top of that, he's got. The thing that made him, he's got Amazon, and he's got fucking IMDb, he's got fucking Twitch. I didn't even realize that initially. I don't even know when he bought it, but regardless, he's got things. He'll be fine. 
So uh, this doesn't really shock me. I don't know. I just like to shit on them real quick. I, like, I didn't even know they were they released any games. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. That's that's the point. Like not even. It's not that they didn't release good ones. They haven't released one. Like even bad ones. I don't. Well, maybe <laughs> I don't know. I uh, cancel a number of titles such as Breakaway over such what? I don't know. Did they? It doesn't feel like they did <laughs> to me. <laughs> I feel like if they did, I would. It would have been like, because I do remember them when back years ago when they were, you know, the news came around that they were were doing this, starting to do this, and I was like, so when I think about it, I can't think of anything, any any point where I heard in in my gaming news RSS feed or on podcasts I listen to about gaming that stated anything about any game that they were publishing or developing. So I don't know if they did, <laughs> but it doesn't feel like they did. And I wouldn't be surprised. They didn't. And of course, just, just like with, uh, well, we'll get to them, but similar to Google, it seems like mm. they just don't do well, anything. We get to them right now. I want. know Amazon through yeah, right now. Through, get to right now. Uh, well, well, before we get there, I got to say that I know Amazon um, Fine. gives away a lot of games to Prime members. Um, so I don't know if that's where some of this money is somehow being worked into it. Like if you're a Prime member, they come out with, you know, they, they don't come out with them. They select, I don't know, like six titles a month that you just get. You can just download on your computer for free. I did not know yeah. that. Well, that's a thing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely say that. Uh, so, um, something that I've been uh, expecting since they announced Stadia is that Google is eventually just going to give up on it. And to an extent, they have. So, they're going to no longer be developing for the, for the platform. They're just going to upkeep it for other people to develop for it. If that's how it is, because that's how I read it. Well, like on Twitter, I said, uh, this is step one of them shutting down Stadia entirely. Exactly. Or as I said on, or as I said on Twitter, this is the first nail in the coffin for the U.S. drug war. Oh wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, they have a they have a, a quite distorted history of things that they uh, started and then just got bored with and just decided they don't want to do it anymore. Uh, my, which, is their, my, which is like a meme, you know. Well, it is because there's a website that, that keeps track of all the things that they did that with. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but, you know, you can probably look it up. Googlegraveyard.com? I don't know. I think Killedbygoogle.com. There you go. And uh, the one that... Not millennials. Uh, holy smokes. All 224. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> From apps to services to hardware. Wow. Yep. And uh, Mike would know. Tell us, Mike, what that one app is. Yeah, the one that... Uh, it was... Uh, so, just to get a bit of a preamble. is that the So, Android is, you know, a Google 
you know, OS for phones, of course, smartphones. And obviously they're all come with default, the default uh, Gmail client, which is pre-installed that you can't get rid of. And I use that for a while, but then I eventually found out that they have this one, this one uh, email client called Inbox. And I liked it enough that I actually started using that exclusively for a number, a few years until they killed it off. For no reason. They just didn't want to do it anymore for some reason. And the worst part is, is that uh, when when they killed it off, you know, it could be that I could still use it, just wouldn't get any updates, and that's usually how things work. But no, they didn't want you to still use it, even if they didn't get updates. Oh, no, no, no. So even without you updating it, they eventually made it so that if you started it up, you would be able to see that it was in the background, but and you would see like, you know, the typical your inbox it's, uh, in the list of emails, but then immediately it would put a screen like over it that said that we've closed it down and shit, <laughs> and you couldn't uh, get rid of that and use it still because they're assholes. <laughs> giant dicks yeah like you could see it you could see it loading in the background and it was there but then this thing comes up in front of it and it's like no 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 we stopped supporting this so you can't use it anymore <laughs> uh, now to be f- to fun. be fair uh inbox was almost four years old and i re- oh <laughs> i remember when my kids were three i asked my wife can we kill these things off i don't like it anymore that's <laughs> I'm done with this whole parenting thing. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. And I remember. I remember. I don't remember when it happened. I don't. Uh, I don't have that kind of detail. But I remember listening to the podcast that you guys did when it came out um and talking about um i think i was on that one i think unless i was just pretending i was on it like i sometimes do as i'm listening to it i'm "I'm there too i i wish i was there so therefore i am (laughs) and i remember saying like i don't trust google with my stuff because to think of all these poor people that spent money on games on a platform that i'm even though it's not shutting down itself, uh, as you both were saying, it's going to be like this is this is happening soon. Like all the money that um, that people put in, and now I wouldn't be surprised if anyone that actually does have the service would be afraid to buy anything else. So it's it's almost like a self fulfilling prophecy um, because right. no one's going to want to put any more money in it, and afraid they're going to lose whatever money they they do put in to get uh, to get games. I just don't trust Google to hold my stuff for me because it's it's not really my stuff even though I bought it. Yeah, that's that's the worst part about their service is that is that it's it's in every way it's like a streaming game service except that you still buy the games full price. Why the fuck did they 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 treat it like as if it's a full priced download game 
but you're not actually downloading it and you don't actually have it on anything locally. I don't get that. That makes it no should sense. be like a dollar at best. I don't care how much it took to develop. If it's a $6 game, if you're not going to even download it, like I think I always thought that you should down a downloadable version of a game should always be cheaper. But instead of us saving money, it's only the corporation saving money. Because they're not printing a box for fucking, you know, Sony's not printing a box for someone who downloads Knack. You know, I don't know why I said Knack, but there it is. Because <laughs> it's a you know, I, uh, That's what you say. Um, <laughs> wait until the sequel, Mike. Um, there is a sequel. And then, I know, it's a joke. <laughs> it's a way of me saying, go ahead and play it, even though I know you have. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was always thinking like, you know, a $6 retail game should be, if it's downloadable, it should be 30 at most. And it probably should be less, but it should at least be 30 But But if it's not even being downloaded, it should be like a dollar at most. Because what good is it to me once you decide we're not even going to have the servers online to even be able to stream it? What good is that? And we know, like Steve has been saying, you know, we know Google's history of just shutting tons of shit down whenever they feel like they don't want to do it anymore. I mean, they don't even usually wait for interest to, to wane. They just like, it's like suddenly one day, we just don't want to do it anymore and fuck everybody who likes it. So it's not like they can't afford to fucking keep it up. So pennies to them. Scratch their ass and they fucking pull out $100 bills. It's like it's like a real uh, spoiled rich kid that's like I'm bored. I'm bored with this. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> Dad bought me this huge, this amazing Porsche 911. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not rich, and I don't like it anymore. It's been a year, or six months, or two days. <laughs> Or in and the case I don't of, want anymore. Just get rid of it. Or in the case of, uh, I just Ford. happened to see on the front page of Killed by Google this thing called Loon, and they killed it 12 days ago. <laughs> <laughs> God, they just. It's almost like, you know, obviously rich people love. They, they treat their money as high scores, right? That's why it's always got to be higher, and they're never satisfied. But also, uh, I think Google specifically is treating the number of things they kill off as a high score. Because what the fuck else does it? Like Jesus Christ! What was what was uh, what was it called again? The thing they killed off. L O N loon. Loon. What is it? Does it explain it? It does. It says. Oops. What the fuck? What the fuck? What? What the fuck? Says loon was a service to provide internet access. Via an array of high altitude balloons hovering in the Earth's stratosphere. What the fuck? <laughs> How is that even reliable? Because you know, I don't know. I've heard of satellite years. internet connections that don't that aren't reliable. So what the fuck? They did it for six years, apparently. Oh, is is a lot of these things just like them experimenting? Some of it is. It sure feels like it. It, it depends. That that one I that, just happen to see, you know. That one that. seems like that's what that is. Like, but don't worry. It don't worry. Here's here's more of the kind of thing you'd expect. So Matt, Google Play Music. Do you recall that on your phone in the past? I do. 
Yes. They killed it three months ago. What? It was nine years old. <laughs> yeah, and it's a it's a pain now too because I actually use the app um, because I like I like I like having the thing that that I want right like I like have having it having a physical version of it um, but there are some things I just couldn't find um, at any kind of reasonable price some some music I was looking for. I was looking for CDs, but I'd have to buy them used, and then the price. So, so I bought them on um, on that app, and then they changed the app, and I don't like the new app. So, <laughs> like it, it's a it's a serious pain for me to use. I find um, I'd have to go back and look at all the um, uh, the feedback I put together about it, um, but um, I just went back to this. I just downloaded all the songs. And uh, just use another app. Thankfully, I could still download all the songs, at least. I'm sure they'll patch that out soon, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure they will. Speaking of, uh, when you mentioned that now they have an app that you don't like that use, that does what you wanted it to do, uh, reminds me of um, years and years ago. Um, I used the Weather Channel app. And it was fairly you know, nice and everything. Nowadays, it's just ads, ads, ads all the fuck over the place. Now, it's better than it was when I initially stopped using it. Because then it was, it was like the old way that I liked it, but it was even probably even worse. And so now I just thought to myself, let me check out. They're just going to my web browser on my phone and just go to weather.com and see what happens. And not only is there a lot less ads, <laughs> but then I got it one with an ad blocker. So I was like, best version of that. Let's just get rid of their fucking app. <laughs> and so now I literally just have a bookmark to the local weather. <laughs> it's just like, so good problem solved. There you go. Which is kind of funny because uh, when it comes to apps, like there are some that like, just like, they're just basically the website. And I'm just like, I don't want to put your app on my phone then. I'll just go to the website. I have an app. The judgment. I have an app like that. It sends you to the website from the app. It's like, well, why am I? Why do I have the app then? Does it make any sense? I just have a bookmark on my folders. Um, so Mike, judgment's coming to PS5. Yay! Oh yeah, they're actually. uh, It's actually going to be twice as uh, framey as the last version. Oh, sixty frames. frames? Yeah. Mm delicious because all the uh all the it's one of the dragon engine games that debuted that engine debuted because of six and they've now used it in three games well four actually four use they've used it in six they used it in judgment they used it in kiwami 2 and they now used in in because of like a dragon um and yeah it's great because uh this game also uh, was never on Xbox up and yet, so this will be the first time Xbox owners will get to play this one. Um, and as uh, Steve here can attest, very recently he played it uh, based on my recommendation. Yeah, I just beat it. Uh, so, just beat it this month. It was like two weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so 
unfortunately they're not going to offer any upgrade path for it like some other games so you just gotta buy it <laughs> and i'm gonna buy it again <laughs> so because they know you're fucking crazy like that yeah it's really good it's a really good spinoff so uh i would say the best one that they've actually released over here which isn't very many so far but you know i uh cool. i liked i <clears throat> posted on um instagram that i've i haven't played a lot of the yakuza games i've only played two um but out of i played zero and uh kiwami if i'm saying that right i don't know but no you're saying it okay right. good yep. but judgment's my favorite out of the three that uh that i played I just I'm kind of surprised. I gravitated towards it a little bit more for some reason. Yeah. Um I reckon the recommendation was literally purely off of your enjoyment of the different fighting styles that they had for each of the two characters in mm-hmm. Zero that, that you mentioned. And cuz you said in Kiwami since it was it was largely Oh yeah, Kiwami also has the different styles, that's right. So and you said that was your favorite part of the overall combat gameplay. So then I so I remembered that yeah, I mean Yagami in Judgment doesn't have that many styles, but he has two at least. So I was like, Well at least, you know, you got that to go off of. So that's why I recommended it. Besides it's good, you know, so and apparently you you definitely agree. So and it's, it's um it's good to hear. It's coming yeah. to Stadia too, so be sure to check. <laughs> Be sure to check that out. That's funny. That's literally a joke in and of itself. It writes itself. <laughs> yeah, it's especially Jesus. sad because people asked Sega when this immediately when this news came out, like, "Hey, can we get a, like a, a a normal PC version? You know, because why would you play on Stadia? No one wants to." And they actually said <laughs> they don't have any plans on a PC version right now. <laughs> My guess is they probably will after after Stadia dies a little bit more. <laughs> that or they there uh, maybe there's an agreement there to just exclusively have it on Stadia at the moment. Yeah, it, it's probably it's it's probably one of those stupid things where they can't just say it. Because let's be honest, Stadia is just running PC versions of games because it's just running on PC. So right. they're making it for PC. They're just not going to release it for you uh, as an old PC game, but they probably will eventually. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yep. Just got to wait. Let's go run out the clock on Stadia. <laughs> here you go. Yep. Um. Well, here, here, here you go, Mike. Here's a here's a patch that will actually cross over to PS5, and that's Noah Two. Neo Two. Neo Two. Well. I don't know if Neo 1 is going to have the same kind of update because they are releasing a PS5 version of that one as well. In fact, I'm getting the the physical release of that collection in three days. It's coming out in three days. Nice. So this Friday, um, they're they're releasing it. And yeah... um, but at least the right game. If there's only one that has the cross save, it's the right one. So, which is the sequel. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really awesome because uh, the games are going to be updated and uh, they're going to have 120 frames per second mode. So it'll be the second, second and third games now that'll have 
on my PS5 that'll run like that if you want, which is cool. So looking forward to it, to uh, fucking around with it. It's be neat. I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't know if they're going to, if the online play is still, is going to be like cross compatible with people playing on PlayStation 4 versions or not. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I can't tell you. Yeah, I can't either. I'll, I'll be able to find out pretty quickly. I'll just, I'll just pop it in on, on day one on Friday and then immediately try to connect to anyone in, in the game uh, that's uh, trying to ask for help with the, uh, the uh, and, and see if I get anyone easily. If I don't, and it takes a while, if at all, then I'll know. <laughs> so, probably. Hopefully they don't do that. Hopefully, hopefully it is compatible because uh, otherwise, people are gonna have a hard time finding help on the exclusively. Oh, hey, hey, hey I, the last sentence. Oh, what? Crossplay is supported between the con- Sony consoles. Okay, good. That makes a lot. So of sense. never mind. All right. Well, excellent. Don't not with PC, but yes. Well, that's not Otherwise. surprising. All right. So that's good. Um, that's all for the gaming. Any other gaming stuff anyone want to talk about that I don't know about? No. No. Silence is golden. All right. Cool. <clears throat> all right. So I'm the wrestling. They did a wrestling thing here too. No. So wrestling. Time for Space Suplex Podcast. Uh, in case you all didn't know, we changed it now. Boom. So, Here we I are. got before you get into it, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. No, that's fine. Uh, I'm, 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 happy to, I'm happy to hang out. Um, I've I've managed to squeeze out a couple of comments in some of your previous co- podcasts about the wrestling section. But, yeah. but I don't watch wrestling. So, <laughs> if I'm now, like, <laughs> silent... Um, I'm just enjoying the show and I have nothing to add. Just, <laughs> just nothing, so you know. Nothing. I got shit to add. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I'll probably still ask you questions just to hear some stupid answer. That sounds good. And I'm sure you can come up with one. <laughs> All right. Some uh, serious uh, notes. Uh, this happened uh, actually late in December. Um. The former Luke Harper slash Brody Lee, real name John Hubbard, uh, passed away, and there was a big AEW show in his honor. His son gotten uh, sh- um, TV time and everything. Uh, every match, because his uh, his last couple, he he wasn't on the show for the last couple months because he passed away battling lung issues, but unrelated to COVID. And um, he was he brought in initially to uh, lead this faction called the Dark Order, and I'm mainly explaining this so Steve knows what's going on. Despite he's like, "What's the Dark Order?" Uh, I don't know. Just join join the Dark Order. Um, and uh, so it's so this basically just feels like now they're they're instead of being a bunch of healed guys uh, together now it just seems like they're all a bunch of faces because of this whole thing of him passing away and so the uh the show on AEW um featured one of the one or or more members in every single match on the show for the whole two hours 
So that's pretty fun. Mike, what you got to say? Well, it's unfortunate that he had to pass away. <clears throat> I mean, I don't have a lot of history of watching him, so I don't feel too hard about it, I guess. But, you know, he's, he was pretty good, so... You know, just that's about it. It's just uh, it's unfortunate that someone has to die earlier, you know, yep, for any any our, reason. He, yeah, he was our age. Yeah, exactly. Yep, forty-one. Yeah. Um. So, uh, moving on, uh, we're just gonna be all over the place here. New Japan Pro Wrestling, Mike. You saw some uh, Wrestle Kingdoms, did you? Yes, the biggest show of the calendar year for them happens to be their first show of the calendar year every year. And it's Wrestle Kingdom. The 15th one. <laughs> well, technically, it's the 15th one called that. And but prior to that, I don't know what they called it, but they always had a January 4th Tokyo Dome show. And it was basically the same thing. They just now have a name for it. Um, or whatever. I don't know what they called it before because I didn't watch New Japan until I can make up a name. Twenty eighteen. You can the make up a name. Biggest matches at the Tokyo Dome. That sucks. It's know. too wordy. Oh well. I wasn't trying to be real excited about it. Man, you just suck. Oh well. Anyway, but how so. about the uh, the Tokyo Dam? How about that? Is that better? Oh. <laughs> That's a good name. Well, it's usually their best show of the year, quality-wise, <laughs> as well, in most cases. So You would be so, saying so, damn. So, yeah, yeah. So, damn. Damn, that's a good match. Damn. <laughs> yeah. This year's no different. Um, I already uh, I, I ranked it as an A+, plus out of A plus to F. So, on my wrestling events ranked text file. <laughs> They keep until the end of the year. So, yeah. I was surprised it was as good as it was this year because of the whole the whole Rona thing going on and how that limits things. And uh, with wrestling, it really did limit a lot and still is. And uh, But, you know, it still had tons of great ma- a number of great matches such as uh, Kazuchi Okada versus Will Ospreay and uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Well, not not that one. Not, not that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cody Bushi versus Tetsuya Naito on day one because it the last two years have they've spent two days of the show, whereas previously it was just one. I didn't think they would do a second one this year because of the whole Rona thing, but no, they still did it anyway. And it was I uh, thought it would be kind of lesser because for it but uh, it wasn't so that was nice to see um but that was day one the two really good matches on that card and then we had day two which had shingo takagi versus jeff cobb for the never point championship match that's that was excellent and surprisingly because i don't usually like jeff cobb too much like he's just usually kind of doesn't, doesn't do anything for me but that was probably the best match I've ever seen him in. <laughs> so he's great, Mike, when he's in the mood, apparently. And that's like never, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> and then we had also day two had a, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, where Hiromu Takahashi 
very predictably uh, defeated Taiji Ishimori to regain that title. But very good match. Those two guys could definitely turn it on a lot. And the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and Intercontinental Championship match, because they're doing, they still have those two titles uh, combined effectively, you know, where, and they need to separate them again. Uh, they've had it, they've been doing that for a year now since the Wrestle Kingdom 14. And uh, at first, it's, at first it seems meaningful. And then once, once it's been, on one person for long enough and each match is always just to get all or nothing it feels like it's then the intercontinental title doesn't mean anything anymore it's just like kind of doesn't exist um so but day two cody bushi defeated jay white um and retained the two championships that he won the previous night against titsu Naito. so it was excellent as well and um the one big stinker and who gives a shit thing was the four-way King of Pro Wrestling 2021 championship match or whatever the fuck they're calling that stupid thing that they started doing last year with this dumb trophy that they called the King of Pro Wrestling <laughs> trophy. I don't know what the fuck. But the one guy who's had it uh, the whole time is Toriano, and he's just a comedy wrestler, which he can be very entertaining. But uh, with this whole thing with this trophy thing is not that entertaining. It's just not good. So fucking sucks. They need to end that right now. Get rid of it. Is it is it worse or better than the twenty four seven title? It's probably worse. <laughs> like you can tell with the twenty four seven title in WWE that they're like they know it's fucking worthless, and so they have you know just like with the they have no intention. You're saying that they have no intention of treating it like it means anything. Whereas yeah. New Japan seems to be doing that, trying to do that here. But they're not. They're kind of not, though. <laughs> they're kind of not. You know, I don't know. I, what I'm saying is that the 24-7 championship is clearly not, not taken seriously, obviously so. And so they do things that are kind of just out of nowhere a lot. Um, just randomly on and middle shows someone since they can def, since they can someone can challenge and defend it anytime, anywhere and doesn't have to be a proper match. So that can lead to some hijinks that's kind of entertaining, whereas this is just proper matches, like as if it's an actual title belt, even though it's just a dumb trophy. Like, who cares? Just yeah. get rid of it. <laughs> so what you're saying is uh, to to paraphrase the the opening uh, lines in Miro's AEW theme, it's not the best, not the best, comma, man. No, it's not. <laughs> It's really not. In fact, it might be the worst. <laughs> I'd rather see them uh, put on the line uh, and actually make a big deal about their never open weight six man titles that they have that that literally feel like they don't exist for some years now. Even though well, they they're still almost do. never on the shows. They're never on any show. They're right. never, never. <laughs> Just disappeared. They're still defended somehow. Some people win it, some people don't. Who gives a shit? Doesn't I don't. <laughs> it's like you got to watch all them really minor shows in order to that you don't want to watch in order to actually see it be defended. I guess, which I don't, so I'm not gonna see it. I don't, and I won't. Fuck off. <laughs> I'd have to. It'd be like I'm getting a second and third job in order to watch all their all their minor shows, and I don't want to do that. So. 
Because if, because I don't know. I'm just going to say, as far as uh, Steve's uh, information, is that New Japan and lots of pro wrestling companies and promotions in Japan, they don't tend to do things the same as in the West, where, you know, WWE, for example, has weekly shows along with their pay-per-views. They tend to do, they don't have weekly shows, so they tend to have, uh, they do. They tend to do a lot of shows that like a road to Wrestle Kingdom or a road to the X event, where they do have shows that are minor, that they do put up on their uh, streaming website that you can watch. So it's kind of like that. So it ends up kind of being more, too more of a too much of a thing that you know of a where it's like just it's too much to watch, you know. <laughs> yeah. So instead of just like one one show a week plus maybe you'll watch a pay per view every month, you know. There's there's too many specials to have to to get yeah, hyped yeah. for. It, it, like specials should be yeah, special. Well, <laughs> well, well, the the actual bigger shows. It's in the name. Yeah, absolutely. The the bigger shows actually <laughs> are uh, more special, so that's fine. But but uh, and I don't think that they expect anyone to be like tuning into all the the Road to Destruction tour, you know, and every show that they do there, like because no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> I think they're mainly meant for them to be like, hey, we're going out, we're making some money by, you know, and it's just a show mainly meant for like the people in the arena. So, did uh, more like a house show, I guess. Kind you of. said that you said they had Road to Destruction tour. Did did the U.S. government had a Road to the Coup, coup tour? No, they don't because <laughs> that would involve planning. <laughs> the clown coup didn't get planned. They just did it, and then they thought something would happen. They were like, "Me want Orange Man in power still. How do I do that? Orange Man, go to Capitol Building and do riot." Question mark. He in power still. That's how it goes. <laughs> There's no profit either, you know, and that's how it usually goes. <laughs> that would that would be the plan. Step one, riot. Step two, question mark. Step three, America's great again, or something like that. <laughs> the middle part we haven't figured out. Yeah. They never do. Dumbasses never figure I'm, out. I'm looking at they don't even they don't even know who's screwing them. They actually don't. They always blame everybody else. It's not doing it. It's, and they're always like, they're always like, yeah, the, Donald Trump's on our side. Like Donald Trump don't give a shit about you, and it's so obvious. What the fuck is wrong with you, you idiot? Anyways, I'm looking at the pictures. <laughs> it's on the, the non-white people on your blog. That's who did it on your WordPress, Mike. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at Tetsuya. Is that right? Yeah, Tetsuya Naito. Yeah. Uh huh. He looks like. <laughs> He looks like if someone that's never has only heard about Americans, someone in, he was asked to get dressed up like an American. <laughs> so you're looking at the uh, the what you can see in the the Kota Ibushi uh, graphic there. Well, yeah, he's got like he's got like a baseball cap and he's got a mullet thing going yeah. on, and yeah. I I presume he's doing the. Um, like it looks like he's doing I, I squish your head move. <laughs> no, he's, he actually has a thing where he actually has that's actually one of his things he does where he, he's widening his eye. Open. See, I would now it's a it's, I was worried that that's weird, what it is because because yeah, I'm like I, I feel is. like he's trying to make his eyes look bigger, but that's like he's being racist towards himself almost by doing that. 
Well, that's the, that's kind of what it is. Now, the, the, the funny thing is about that is I <laughs> I heard that he's supposed and it's true when you see him for real, like he he does that because he's mocking the fact that people uh, refer to him refer to his eyes as being big for big for a Japanese guy. So that's why he does that. It's like a mocking thing because he's in he's part of this stable of people and. And he's like the leader of it, and he's like, um, it's called Los Ingobernables de Japón. It's a uh, like the Ungovernables, which is a originally a stable in uh, a Mexican. Um, I think it's a AAA or something like that. There, there, there's a Mexican uh, promotion that's long has been around for quite some time, and that's where the stable originated. That's why it's a Spanish name. And all it's that. a Dark Order, yes. I think. Right? Is that it? No, no, it's not. <laughs> but they're basically kind of like they're kind of like uh, they portray themselves as like detached, cool guys in a way, like like you know, whatevs kind of thing. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But Mike, Mike, they're you gotta keep popular. it simple. Keep it simple. He's a noob to this shit. I can't. Ex- I don't know how to do it. <laughs> just explain to him. Just explain to him the reason why he does the eye widening. Just explain that. You I haven't did. done it all. No, you didn't. That's the reason. Because he has big eyes for a Japanese guy. <laughs> That's why he's doing it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he also likes to, yeah. He just that's part of his thing. He he does. Uh, it's one of things. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's the weirdest <laughs> thing about him that, it's, and it's hard to explain. Yeah, but that's what I heard is that, it's his eyes are bigger than most Japanese people. So. <laughs> yeah, if you see his look, I, an actual when, I, 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 when you say they're bigger, it makes it sound like they're physically bigger. But it's just they're, <laughs> you know, no, of course not. But you know what I, I mean. don't know. I've seen yeah. a lot of uh, anime characters, and their eyes are way bigger than that. So I presume, <laughs> <laughs> I presume that's how all well, the Japanese for that, look, isn't it? <laughs> no, the reason for that is simply because they're trying to trying to give their characters bigger eyes, like as if they are Western. Like, that's the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know why. They, they seem to like that, and for some reason. I thought it was just to funny. make him look but young. Not... That's what I thought. I mean, I never looked into it. <laughs> I don't think Because, so, you know, no. like, kids have, like, all their features are still disproportioned, and they got, like, big eyes for their for yeah, their heads, which are big for their bodies. I don't but... know, but, yeah. But I'm just guessing. Uh... I don't know. Yeah, look at him with you these have big, big Western-style eyes and fucking Ibushi ne- sitting next to him right here with these just very standard eyes for Japanese people. God. You have big head for age, but your brain's still small. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Um, this is just something that I saw. Fuck, it sounds plausible anyway. Um, so one of the... Uh, Lance Storm, who used to be in WCW, obviously everyone used to be these days. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But, uh, oh, pretty much? There's somebody that's still part of WCW? No. You explain that to me? No. How's that, how's that even possible? It's not. Um, and uh, Lance Storm uh, mentioned, he said that Bischoff's deci- Eric Bischoff's decision to put himself into the NWO um, on TV despite he was in real life the uh, actual 
uh, vice president of WCW itself, was the clue in that nothing was going to end well because, um, or everything was going to not end well because, uh, because I I was because that's the thing I've noticed since then because like he was one of the first like guys to be the actual like boss and put himself on TV, and this was about maybe. It wasn't long, but, you know, near the end of 97 is when Vince did the same thing, where he uh, decided to become a character on TV. Um, and uh, same with Dixie Carter in TNA. She also did the same thing, where she eventually became a character on TV. The worst ever. Um, <laughs> and it just became a, you know, just became a like almost like a thing where it's like, oh, yes company's doing shit so put yourself on tv like even the mcmahon's today when they have low ratings they think the solution to low ratings is put a mcmahon on tv or put a bunch of them it's like no no thank you get your old asses off tv um but uh it makes sense because you know then because back then you know eric bischoff was more of a hey i, I want to be one of the guys just the regular guys that wrestle and of course you're not because you run the company, and that would explain a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you heard over the years. That uh, why he would favor people, the older guys or someone like Hogan or something that's like would you know basically make it so that hey man he beat me I gotta get my win back so bring back the warrior from so I get my win back from WrestleMania six despite this is not that company. <laughs> Then we'll have a shitty match at Halloween Havoc in 98, despite a great otherwise match from Goldberg and DDP. <laughs> that was the first, uh, Halloween Havoc 98 was the first pay-per-view I watched when I got back into wrestling. In fact, it was the first pay-per-view coming up at that point as well. So, But I have to pay for it because the damn thing like what went off too early. So I was actually spared the uh, the the travesty that was Warrior versus Hogan. Yeah, it was like, wasn't it like that in the main event right after? Yeah, it, that didn't uh, didn't uh, they went too long, so they didn't. Uh, yeah, they they had DDP Goldberg on. They were like, "Oh, you guys didn't see us last night," and it was two matches, but they only showed the good one. <laughs> Thankfully, yes. Thankfully, yeah. and they I love that they were like because they have they had a three hour show and. They were up, at the time they were up against WF's show Raw, so they they were, so Nitro was WCW's Nitro was eight to to eleven, uh, and uh, Raw was nine to eleven. So they're like, we're gonna put it on at nine o'clock. This is not a range grab, and I'm like, but by definition, it's a range grab. You're putting on a pay per view match that's actually good, and everyone missed, and you're doing it against the against the start time of the of the competition of course it's a race grab oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a glorious ratings grab let me tell you um another small little oh uh, hold on now. i'm note. reading i'm reading the yes. uh, i'm reading the article mm-hmm. um yes. and it says um they'd eventually i don't know where is it um i don't know Oh, okay. There's been debate uh, exactly when WCW lost ground with WWE. Now, I recognize 
like a lot of these faces that are in this picture in the article, uh, like Hogan's there. And I don't, I don't remember his name, Rick the Slick or whatever he was. I knew he was supposed to be like, <laughs> he was supposed to be like a ladies' man or something like that. And he was always like, "I'm so sexy." Um, You're talking about Razor Ramon slash Scott Hall. <laughs> Razor no, Ramon, Razor Ramon, yeah. That that yeah. Well, he was called Scott Hall in WCW. So and it, by his real name, like so. was it? Um, <laughs> like W when WCW lost ground with WWE. Shouldn't they have like had gained ground over them? Like, were they ever bigger than WWE? I, I always feel like they were always second place. They were the the most you could say. I don't know about like how much money they made. Like, I don't know that thing. But the because the main thing that's focused on is the eighty three weeks that Nitro beat Raw in the ratings. Whatever the mean thing to me, but that's basically usually what's brought up when it's when they talk about WCW being number one over WWF. Yeah. All right. So, and of course eventually that fucking came to shitsville because if I'm not mistaken they the first Nitro of 1999 was the Nitro that lost to them for the first time and that was when the 83 weeks was over because they decided to build up an angle where Hogan was coming back because he'd been off for a little bit. And Nash had just beaten Goldberg two weeks earlier for the title at Starcade in December. And then they decided to act like they were going to do this big showdown between those two. But then it turned out it was all a ploy to just do a finger poke of doom, a.k.a. Hogan just pokes, just touches Nash in the chest. He falls down and takes the pinfall. And the title goes to Hogan. What shit. Oh, and the other thing. That was also the same night on the other show that Mick Foley won the world title for the first time on their show. And they also decided, Eric Bischoff thought it was a great idea to tell head announcer Tony Schiavone to mention that Mick Foley used to work for them as Cactus Jack and that it'll, yeah, that'll put butts in seats. And he said it in that kind of tone. And they, they, basically, they, they spoiled it. Yeah, they thought they thought doing that would keep everyone on their show, which of course didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, because like, you're like, wait, we you like want that it? guy. I gotta go see that. <laughs> yeah, because we like him. Yeah, we'll see yeah. him do that. I, absolutely. Yeah. But winning ratings for less than ninety weeks, when you consider the lifespan of um, how long these, you know, these these two wrestling companies have been on the air, regardless of what name they call their shows. Like that's the length of a fad. <laughs> 90 weeks is nothing. <laughs> I would think, right. but I don't, like I said, I don't know, but it seems like, anyway, that's just what stood out I'm to sure me. Eric Breshoff will tell you differently these days. Still. <laughs> <laughs> He'll pretend it's was the, whoa, it was so long guys it was amazing. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a it's such a thing that Eric Bischoff hangs his hat on. He has a podcast called Eighty Three Weeks. <laughs> yep. Thanks for reminding me, Mister. I have nothing to to live for now. I don't know. But uh, I was thinking when you were trying when you were mentioning you were just like saying, uh, referring to Scott Hall before you knew what his name was. That just made me think. I need to show you a picture of a, of wrestlers, and you just tell me what you think they're called. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I'll tell you what they're really called. It'll never be as interesting as how you come up with them. <laughs> that sounds like a fun game. Like, we'll just do it real quick now. Who's the guy that's next to Scott Hall? Oh, hold on. In that picture. Like, what's you think his name is? <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Maybe you actually know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's... Uh, um... um <laughs> That's Billy J. Cyrus, uh, Billy Ray's, <laughs> Billy Ray's brother. <laughs> we'll go with that. That sounds good. <laughs> and uh, to his left, is <laughs> um, he's, he's Jerry, um, Jerry Curl. <laughs> that does sound like something they would do. Because there was actually that reminds me of a joke name. There was a well, actually, that's Sean Waltman, and in that picture, since he's part of the NWO and WCW, which actually is funny, actually, I think that's a WF picture right there. To be honest, I think it actually is. But in WCW, he was called Six S Y X X, which alluded to him being the sixth member of the NWO at the time. So there's kind of a joke about it. But what I was really going to say before I said that was there was this incident a number of years ago where one of the wrestlers on WWE television, it wasn't shown on television, but he was coming. He was one of the announcers coming out. And he'd been a wrestler previously, um, JBL. And he had apparently tripped on his way down. So... He used to go under the name Bradshaw, and then the B in JBL is Bradshaw. And so they had this guy that just, this unknown that came out, and they gave him a name. And they called him Trip Bradshaw. <laughs> That's horrible. Like they T-R-I-P-P, the and then Bradshaw. That's like yeah. the nickname third graders give each other. Well, they did it obviously to rib him for uh, to joke on him for tripping himself. So that's what's hilarious. But uh, hey, when you're a bully like JBL, eh, eh, doesn't bother me. I don't care. <laughs> so I'd feel. Uh, who was the one that gave him that nickname? I don't actually know. I think it was. It's probably somebody backstage that was, uh, you know, joking on him on JBL. So. Like it was not. It was. It was actually seriously, like said as if it was his, you know, actual ring name. So. They should have forgiven him for tripping and started making fun of the guy that called him Trip because he's a child. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and finally, the big news more recently, as of like a week ago or so. Uh, the uh, streaming service, uh, CBS or NBC Universal streaming service, Peacock, is now the exclusive distributor of the WWE Network in the U.S. So that means that basically you'd be logging into the Peacock service and you'd get you'd pay them. And for what it sounds like, it's almost a better deal because you'll get all that shit on top of the WWE Network for the same price, so which is ten dollars. So that and 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 for those who don't know, the W Network currently, which would be this would include all that, it's all current and upcoming stuff, 
Plus, it will have the endless amount of the stuff in their library, which would be all the WCW programming that they have up, which I don't know how much of it they have up, but I know they have majority of Nitro, Thunders, and all their pay-per-views are definitely up, including all the WWE's own stuff from WF days and whatnot. So, And plus, they also have ECW stuff, and they have a bunch of smaller promotions from way back in the day, like World Class Championship Wrestling, WCCW, from Texas area, where Devon Eriks mainly um, performed, and other random shit, I guess. I don't fucking know. And they got the original programming stuff that they also put on there, so. so that's what that is. Does that mean you're going to have to start um, finally paying for um, the WWE Network? Because weren't you constantly getting it for free? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it for a month. I'm gonna cancel. How about another month free? Okay, I'll take that. Well, they never did oh. that. It was there was initial month for free, and they always do that. They have always done that. There was well, when I initially did it, because uh, initially what they did was their trial run was like a week, and it was like that's not enough. You got too much shit up there. Even back then, they had too much. Like, there's no way. So I was like, why don't you just do a month? And eventually they did, but they did it like off and on. They did like, oh, we'll give you a month free. This will be the free month, and then two months later, this will be the free month. And eventually they just did it all the time. So if you subscribe for the first time with a new account, they would give you a free month. And so I took them up on like the first time they did that when they were doing it intermittently. And, but I did pay for it after that like every so often, but I almost never did it two months in a row because I was like, <laughs> Because I, I would go on there, I'd see what I want to see, I'd revisit things I want to revisit. Because we all have to go to uh, to uh, Halloween Havoc 99 and see Sid bleeding the whole, Sid Vicious bleeding the whole match and not the singer. Um, and, and uh, you know, getting busted open early before he even went to his match later with Goldberg and just, you know, see them with a doctor in one of the segments in the middle and telling them to just bleed let it bleed let it bleed and i'm just like yes please it's great <laughs> gotta go back to that <laughs> so mike got anything closing comments you want to talk about mention no i really don't you don't okay steve <laughs> anything else you want to mention doesn't have to be wrestling and uh, no no i'm good thanks well, good, because I don't want to hear it anyway. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this has uh, been uh, a great episode. Thank you for coming, Steve. I want I'm you, Mister uh, stepping up to play at the last second. It's great. Yeah, thanks for uh, inviting me and uh, and having me on. Sure, no problem. Um, I can uh, attest. Uh, I can thank Mike for that because uh, he handled most of that. All of it. Most of it. It was all of it. Okay. Take credit. <laughs> you don't deserve 10%. Gotta have it all, rich man, motherfucker. Um, I wish. I know. I'm talking about the rich. you're rich in credit. <laughs> if you could only take that to McDonald's and actually give him, say, well, here's some credit. Mm, here's some credit. Can I, can I get a hamburger? Can I get a hamburger for having some wonderful credit?
they'll be like, unless it's a credit card, no. Um, all right, so that'll do it for this edition of the Heart Socket Podcast. HeartArchive.wordpress.com is the spot for the show notes and all that stuff. And, of course, you can also subscribe to us on any of your podcatchers, including the former iTunes Now Podcasts, which I got to mention real quick. Uh, iTunes comes off the tongue a lot better than Apple Podcasts. <laughs> so I never understood why they changed the name, <laughs> other than to have Apple as a, the main thing. Maybe it's to separate the... Do they still do iTunes like for music exclusively? And this thing is just separating pod, the podcasts off? I don't, I don't think so. I, I wouldn't know, but, you know. Do you know, maybe. Steve? No, I don't know. No, he don't fucking know. He's fucking like, no, I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, again, thanks, everybody, for listening. You two for being on here with me. And uh, we're out. Bye.